0: This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2.
1: When sports journalist Sam Squires had her first baby girl, it was only natural that she wanted to read her baby books about girls and sport. When she couldn't find what she was looking for, she decided to write the book she'd want to read to her girls. Princesses Wear Sneakers is a cute fairy tale about a princess who dreams of playing in a stadium and even going to the Olympics. Sam Squires joins me on the line now. G'day, Sam. Hi Katrina, thanks for having me on. Not at all. Now as someone who has two soccer playing little girls and also a teenage netballer, I absolutely love the concept for this book. Can you take us back a bit further though Sam, how did you develop Mm -hmm. a passion for women and girls in sport?
0: Do you know what? I cannot even understand where it's come from, but ever since I've ever started working in in sport and sports media, I've always just been on my little soapbox every single day about women in sport. I just couldn't understand why, and this is going back, you know, obviously over a decade, just why women's sports wasn't being projected in mainstream media at all. And I've worked in mainstream media, so I always just did my best to do stories on um, women in sport, stories on female athletes, I always knew that women's professional sport was going to be a big thing and people laughed at me in those early days and I was the only female in in so many newsrooms that I've worked in. They laughed at me Um, and it's nice now, you know, they're now calling me just going, oh, you were right after all because I just knew it was going to be a big thing because I was always into sport, you know, I always loved it. I was always passionate about it, always played it. And yeah, I just didn't understand why this wouldn't be professional women's sports. And I've worked with your husband as well, Katrina, and you can go back and ask him. I was always on my little soapbox saying something about women in sport every day. <laughs> well, every shift.
1: I was gonna ask you if you have sometimes been frustrated about the way women's sport is covered or the lack of yeah. coverage in sport, but you're so passionate yeah. about this you have gone straight there. Um <laughs> <laughs> So what I did want to ask you, though, is what do you think it's going to do for women's sport having the Women's Soccer World Cup here in
0: 2023? Yeah, massive, 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 massive. Anything that can just um, expose little girls to women and little boys as well to women, elite women playing on that kind of stage. Um, and in our own backyard as well. It just makes a big difference for us to be able to take our little girls and our little boys to the stadiums and see these elite women from across the world, the best of the best, play right in front of them. I mean, it's going to have a huge impact. I host a podcast about elite female athletes called On Her Game, um, and the number of athletes I have on the show who are successful elite athletes who all go back, I say, well, what inspired you? What was the moment when you knew you wanted to become that professional female athlete? They all go back to the 2000 Olympics and talk about Cathy Freeman winning that gold medal. It's amazing the influence that made on a whole generation of little girls. And I see that happening again with the 2023 World Cup. It will be a whole new generation of girls will be inspired to play from seeing those elite athletes on that stage. We're going to see it as well from hosting the Women's World Cup um, earlier on in the year with the Cricket World Cup and seeing um, the girls win on at the MCG in front of a record crowd and an incredible match, an incredible tournament in our own backyard and the biggest one of the year. We haven't been able to fill the MCG since because there's no games going on. That's kind of a ripple effect. The little girls and boys who saw that, that will change things. That's the effect of having elite female athletes on this big stage. It's not just the little girls, but it's the little boys. And we're going to see... Big changes in the future because of the effect that they're having. But you and I never had access to it. I was so passionate about sport. And looking back, people say, Who was someone that you looked up to, an athlete? And I'm like, Well, I was so into softball and really good at softball. And I idolized Lisa Fernandez, who's the U.S. um, pitcher, one of the best we've ever seen. But I never knew what she looked like. I never knew what she sounded like or anything. I just knew she was the name on my bat that I got for, like, my 13th birthday that I hit a home run off the first time the ball hit it. Nowadays, we've got social media. You know, women are on um, TV. um, They can get access to these women a lot more. They know what they sound like. They know their stories. They know what they look like, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. you and I were kind of – we only had either men as athletes or – in my case, a name that I knew she was a big deal but had never seen her.
1: I'm speaking to Sam Squires. Uh, she's <laughs> written the book Princesses Wear Sneakers, uh, all about girls in sport. So, Sam, you've written this book for very young girls, aged sort of two mm. to eight years. Why do you feel it's important for young girls to be exposed to stories of girls and women in sport?
0: I just think whatever messages we can send to little girls from that early age um, just makes a huge difference in the way they see them see the world um what their interests are and everything we always hear how we can get girls in sport you know we have to show them that sport is something that they can do and I was really shocked as you mentioned that there were no not really that many books out there about sending positive messages about girls and sport from that really really early age um and I was quite quite surprised about that, You know, ever since my daughter was young, we tried to put her in front of, it'd be no surprise to anyone who knows me, tried to like put, um, you know, toy soccer balls and balls in her hands and just really active and sporty kind of utensils so that, you know, it normalizes it in their eyes. And I think literature plays such a big role for little kids. You know, they, they, they can't see the world and how they see the world or how the world is shaped in front of their eyes. You know literature plays a big role in in doing that. you know mm. every time we open up a book we're opening up their minds to the possibilities of what the world can give them as well and where their personalities and where their imaginations can take them. So I think it's really important you know to send those messages about girls and sports to them from a really, really early age, and doing it, I guess with princesses wear sneakers instill that fairy tales kind of way and one thing I learned early on with my daughter, I was like, "No princesses, no pink, no tutus or anything like that." And all she wants to do is just talk about princesses, put a crown on, wear sneakers and um and tutus and pink everywhere as well. <laughs> so um, I failed in that respect, but that's just what she loves. But I thought, well, why does being a princess and wearing pink and tutus, why, how does that? have to be completely different to playing sports. So it's kind of combined those two loves of little girls perfectly together in still that really mystical, magical way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So just tell us a little bit about you know Princess Ellie and her story and what you hope that young girls are going to get out of it.
0: Well, Princess Ellie loves sport. It's just so ingrained in her. She just loves um, sport. She dreams of being able to perform on a big stage like the World Cup and, and the Olympics. Um, but no one in the kingdom really thinks that's very princess-like in inverted commas um, and tries to get her to wear glass slippers and dresses and she just doesn't want to do that she just wants to wear a footer shirt and jersey and then one day a uh, dragon comes and kidnaps her parents I didn't want to put any princes in there just kidnaps her parents um, and there's no one that can save them so she decides to take it upon herself and save her parents and she uses her skills to be able to rescue her parents and defeat the dragon, and in doing so, really prove that princesses can wear sneakers and can be into sport as well. So I really want little girls to know, and little boys as well, to know that you know their skills, their sporting skills, can be used in so many other areas rather than just like on the sporting field or or on on the sporting court as well. And I just want them to know that little girls can be brave and confident, and most of all, sometimes you've got to stick to your guns and prove to people if they don't believe you, like with the sport and also sometimes you've just got to be the one that does the rescuing. You can't wait to be rescued or have other people be rescued for you. You've yeah. got to be the one that saves the day.
1: No, I love that. I love that. Um and, <laughs> and I'm guessing you mentioned your love of softball. I mean does maybe a softball bat come into the plot here.
0: Sam? <laughs> it does. It does. There is there is one thing. I try to put as many sports um in as possible Possible, but there are, it's obvious that there are a few favourites of mine with, um, with soccer and um, cricket uh, and rugby and rugby league all play kind of a role in, in helping her. And then at the end, with all the illustrations, have lots of um, sporting props, I suppose, and I try to put as many um, sporting goods in there as possible for a different range of sports. That is so, really as cool. As, as much as possible. Yeah. I'm still thinking of some now. I'm like, oh, I should have put that in. Oh, I should have put that in. So, and I think as well, like, there's a lot of different um, uh, diversity was was really important to me. Like, I have blonde hair, blue-eyed little girls, so I wanted the main character to be really blonde hair to blue eyes, but I, I wanted to make sure that other cultures, other skin types... Um, were represented in the book as well, all abilities as well as the lady with a, a wheelchair in there. I wanted as possible, as much as possible to, for every little girl and boy to find themselves in this book somewhere.
1: Well, that's brilliant. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks for telling us all about it.
0: Thanks, Katrina. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Not at all. And all the best with the book. Thank you. I've been speaking with Sam Squires. She's a sports journalist and an advocate for women in sport. Her new kids' book is called Princesses Wear Sneakers. You can find out more at princesseswearsneakers.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope au.